On this episode of Comedy Rewind, is Billy Madison a misguided kids movie? Did Adam Sandler films get worse or did we just grow up? Is peeing his pants the weirdest way he's ever won over the girl? All of this and more on Comedy Rewind. 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 Push Rewind. I thought this was a comedy show. What's going on guys? Welcome to Comedy Rewind. We are powered by Audio-Technica and 8bit.net as we rewatch the great comedies of the 1990s. Today, I'm your host, John O'Peck, joined by Billy Madison's two dropout, no good, lounge around friends, NATO, Johnston and Sam Atherton. How you doing, boys? Yeah! Which one am I, though? Can I be the short, chubby one? Because I want <laughs> mucus girl. Like, I want mucus yeah. girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Sam be Norm McDonald because like, he's the one that I actually know. I don't know who the other guy is. You guys want to go give beer to a kangaroo? <laughs> we should explain who you guys are for the listeners of ours who don't know you. So, Nato, you're no stranger to reviewing weird stuff from the 90s with uh, A Plus Anime. You're, of course, the host of that with Ian Prichel. I, I had no idea where you were going with that for a second. I was just like, what have I reviewed recently? And I was like, oh, yeah, anime. That's all right. I do that show. Yeah. You have a whole podcast about giving recommendations on uh, yeah, anime. Yeah. So let's extrapolate that into Adam Sandler movies from the 90s. Oh, and, yeah. and, and Sam, what do, you, what do you want to be known for today? I guess Awkward Pause and Gone Gold. The goldest podcast on the internet. The goldest podcast on the internet. I've never reviewed anything, so Sam, I'm a little nervous. Sam, can you give us a gold pun in relation to this movie? If if I uh, would if I would say what what kind of medal would you give Billy Madison for winning the the uh, decathlon? Uh, the what what medal? What color would this medal be? Oh, NATO. He gets a gold medal. Yeah. <laughs> There thanks, you go. Thanks for helping me out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that would have been a tough one on the spot, but you pulled through, NATO. Uh, so, of course, we're talking about Billy Madison. It's the 1995 Adam Sandler vehicle. It's very much just a movie that's there to show off his comic sensibilities, I think. And woof! <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a movie that. Uh, well, let's let's start with going through our personal experiences. With this one, I think I saw Happy Gilmore first and then went back to see this, which was his first, it was the first movie that he starred in and co-wrote with his partner in crime, Tim Hurley. Uh, And the beginning of a a pretty good run, at the time at least, (laughs) Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Wedding Singer, Waterboy, Big Daddy, they're the the big ones of the 90s for Adam Sandler. But uh, what do you guys remember? Did you watch this in the 90s? Did you watch this... As a high school kid, what's the backstory for you guys? Uh, I think, so for me, I have very vivid memories of watching Little Nicky at my mm. grandparents' house. Damn. Uh, you know, pro- yeah, probably yeah. when it was on TBS. So it's got to be the early 2000s. And uh, then I think I, I fell in love with Adam Sandler there. And then I think I went back and watched Billy Madison first. So mm, Billy Madison is, is like my second tier Adam Sandler movie, Little Nicky number one, Billy Madison number two. That's brutal. Yeah, <laughs> that was for me when he started to like drop off. Oh. That was when he went weird. <laughs> I love I, Little Nicky. Fair play. I yeah, love, I love that movie. movie. Yeah, I love that movie too. <laughs> I don't want to go watch it now. Like after watching this, like I think Billy Madison was nearly probably my top of like his earlier movies. I didn't like Wedding Singer as a young kid. 
there was too much story. I think these days mm. is probably might be the one I do like. I don't know. I'm going to yeah. have to go back and watch it. But yeah, like I didn't li- like out of the two of like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, like as a kid, I thought they were the same film. Like in my mind, they melded into one film. And like, I think it was like a little later that I realized there were two movies and cause God, they would just always be on rerun movies on a Friday mm. night on normal television. So I, oh, yeah. you'd, you'd always catch them. And yeah, wow. Like it must have like I, I. It's not that long ago. I swore I watched this and it was okay. But mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rough, rough, very rough. But yeah, I, I, I think I watched it a bit, a lot mm. when I was a kid. I love the all the bits that I now will talk about later. I hate, but God, yeah. yeah. I feel like I used to love this movie. Yep. Like as a kind of like early teens especially mid teens this is a movie that i would have maybe said was like amongst my favorite comedies because i i think we you just like latch on to those like really iconic catchphrases and quotable moments and yeah like that there's there there are some really clever parts in this in yeah. the script but then there's so much that's just like oof, there's like, so many random scenes as well like the yeah. whole odoyle bit when they go off the cliff it's just like okay okay yeah Hannah, i was watching that with hannah and she's like that was weird like that was really dark and i said well yeah they're the jerks like you know there's one in every class i actually really like that as a gag but them dying in such a brutal way is is kind of like weird. oh that's th- th- there's something about this movie that re-watching it it felt almost like a kid's movie yeah. some of the some of the humor but then mm-hmm. it's also not because there's like f-bombs and like sexual references and things like that the so clown it, the whole clown. yeah it, it sits in a really weird space to me and maybe that's what the 90s were like it's it's hard to know because like there are obviously you know some other like i've got a quote here from the washington post at the time they said it was trying to be a more kid-friendly version of dumb and dumber which i find really stupid because dumb and dumber is holds up so much better than this and it's so much more clever and i think that that's probably a more kid-friendly version than what this movie is oh god yeah but i mean it's it's what we're talking about today and i'm glad that it's we're going into it with some kind of mixed opinions because a lot of the stuff we've looked at so far it's just been kind of you know the the rose tinted glasses looking back with nostalgia and and being really happy with the rewatch but this time i think we've got a bit more oh i to think talk about i, I, I think the glasses <laughs> fell off before i watched yeah. this movie <laughs> really yeah oh man oh there was a, there were a couple of scenes where i giggled and stuff like that but it was like it made me realize that his new movies aren't worse than his old movies. That's interesting. They're the same movie. <laughs> it's just my taste has changed because like I've watched like the, I can't remember the one like that's a parody of Magnificent Seven. I can't remember what that is. That's on Netflix. Ah, uh, yeah. The Ridiculous Six that's or something. That's right. I watched yeah. that and I'm like, this is a really bad slow movie and had like tiny little bits where it was like just the one hit like laugh out loud moment but did not make up for the rest of the film Mm. that was pretty much my opinion of this there was a couple of like yep cool anytime he was sensible and in school i was kind of in and anytime (laughs) he was drunk and idiot i was like the start of the movie i was like 
yeah. I don't know if I can get through this whole thing. We'll get thing. to that in uh, in what holds up the worst. Oh. But uh, <laughs> I think that he, he said about this movie, like, that this character is the most like him. And when he says that, I think what he Oof. means is, like, it's the closest thing to his, like, character that he does in stand-up or something. Because yeah. there's no way that he could be Billy Madison. <laughs> like, he, he's basically a child, you know. I was just looking at kind of the reviews for this and it is really what do you think it sits out on rotten tomatoes 60 being fresh 62 oh boy Uh, i'm gonna give it a 54 it's a 40 well below fresh the audience rating is 79 somehow there you go Uh, but yeah this movie was made for for 10 million dollars it made 25 back in the u.s box office and then only 26 worldwide. So uh, I guess Adam Sandler was a big star in the US thanks to the Saturday Night Live, but hadn't done anything that we would know who he was Outside. overseas. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, have, I'm not surprised at all that this movie didn't do well over here, for example, because we would have had like no idea who he was and it wouldn't have been until Happy Gilmore that that really changed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so directed by Tamara Davis, who is also known for Half-Baked, with Dave Chappelle, Crossroads with Britney Spears in the 2000s. <laughs> I looked that up on IMDb. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. No wonder that movie is so good. And then Oombop and Where's the Love music videos. So shout out to Hanson. <laughs> so 90s. Wow. Nato, were you a Hanson guy? No, I was vividly against Hanson. Like, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. like Too cool for school, hey? Yeah. 100%. Like... Edge Lord trying to hate on Hanson just because they were the cool thing. Like, was that a bit before your time, Sam? I think so. I was a I was a yeah. tried and true NSYNC kid. Okay, sure. I was gonna go way too far and say like Jonas Brothers, but you would have been a, a basically an adult by that point, I think, mm. right? Yeah, I think Almost. like Jonas Brothers hit when I was in high school. No, you're like tw- sure. you're like twenty three, aren't you, Sam? <laughs> Sh- shut up. <laughs> Uh, so let's set the scene. Well, anyone want to guess what the number one song was when this movie released in 1995? Now, the Spice Girls song. Don't close-ish. Don't make fun of me. Not quite. I was gonna guess "Great Balls of Fire." Did that song come out in the 70s? Maybe. I think that's from the 80s. Yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. The, the Great Balls of Fire was in the what's the movie? Top Gun. <laughs> they were singing top, Great Balls of Fire in Top Gun <laughs> That doesn't nice mean that try. it can't be number one It, it could have come back But yeah. no, the, the answer for the Billboard charts Was Creep by TLC oh, um, uh, And then If you're looking at the Aria charts for us Aussies It was U2's Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me oh. Which I think may have been Was that on a That Batman was their soundtrack? emo phase That's when they were going yeah, through yeah, yeah, I don't know Good for all you, the U- All the U2 hair was off to the side. And- yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just quickly look at uh, what these guys have done for us lately. So, Norm MacDonald, who doesn't have much to do in this movie, but he's definitely there. He's He's got a stand-up show on Netflix. Uh, a talk show, sorry. And he's been doing a lot of stand-up. We've, we've said about Adam Sandler and his Netflix movies. Cool. The um, I mentioned this on our Happy Gilmore episode, but uh, what was it? Murder Mystery. Surprisingly decent for what I've come to expect from Adam Sandler. And I haven't really given him a a, uh, a go lately, but I thought that one looked decent, and it was. So yep. if you have any room left in your heart for Adam Sandler, I'd say, I'd say give Murder Mystery a shot. 
There was also one where he was like a, he made shoes or something. Cobbler. Uh, yeah. Cobbler. I thought that one was pretty good. Like I was, I, 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 I heard good seen things that. about that movie. Yeah. It like, it was like, mm, that's a good movie. Okay. What, so what, what about, what about his best him. film? Click. <laughs> <laughs> that's like 2007. <laughs> that's too long ago to bring up in this conversation. Uh, so Bradley Whitford, who plays like the, I can't remember his name, the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Eric. 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 Yeah. Eric the weasel. <laughs> yeah, the weasel. What the, how's his little weasel laugh goes? So he had a pretty good run on the West Wing, and then recently he's been seen as Andy Samberg's dad on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm. Oh. He's got a role on The Handmaid's Tale, and he was in Get Out, the Jordan Peele movie, and Godzilla, King of the Monsters, earlier this year. So still working, still doing well. Good on him. He must look really different because yeah. I would never be like, oh yeah, that's the guy from Billy Madison. Yeah, I don't think I can. Apart from West Wing, I don't think I've ever made that connection. So there you go. Uh, Bridget Wilson, who plays Billy's love interest, Veronica. She's now known as Bridget Wilson Sampras. She married a, a tennis player that you might have heard of called Pete Sampras. And she's really done nothing since 2008. So I guess she's um, collecting that Grand Slam money. She's done the iconic role as Sonya Blade in the Mortal Kombat <laughs> That came movie. out the same year as... Uh, Billy Madison. Really? <laughs> it's iconic, Jono. Like, I, I, this is spoilers for one of my answers for one of your questions, but what holds up the best? I said Sonya Blade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she does look great. I'll, I'll give her that. She was like, she was a Miss USA or Teen USA or something really? before this movie. I but... even I even turned to the missus and said, like, I find her more attractive as an adult than I did as, like, a teenager or a yeah. kid. Like, I appreciate her beauty even more now as an adult. There you go. So yeah, she did play Sonya Blade. She was in I Know What You Did Last Summer in 1997, but since sidling up with Pete Sampras, I guess she's living off that Grand Slam money. Who wouldn't? Yeah, exactly. Good on her. Uh, And just a quick little shout out to Larry Hankin. The name might not sound familiar, but you definitely recognize him. He's uh, the dude. He's the dude. He's Carl in this movie, you know, the kind of happy, uh, not happy, Billy's confidant within the company yeah. who's kind of on his side he's in breaking bad as the guy that runs the car yard you might have seen him on like friends as like the grouchy downstairs neighbor he pretty much just pops up everywhere so i wanted to give him a quick little shout out but boys what was the most 90s moment as we get into the questions oh, all right man. i uh, mine was because there was not really like i looked at it and i was like that's so 90s but like just the concept of the movie in general of like betting a whole thing on a dumb competition or a dumb yeah. thing to get something done. Like finishing first to 12th grade so he could take over his father's company. This time on the Adam Sandler's movie. <laughs> Rob Schneider is. <laughs> That's what it is. It was, it was the Adam Sandler's version of the Rob Schneider. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with the this the part where he calls Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, that that kind of plot element because, hmm, I don't, I don't with know. With him just showing up at the end? Yeah. Like, how did he know what was going on? I he was I was of... waiting for my school bully to <laughs> ring me after watching that movie. Uh, <laughs> that's great. I, I think, like, Steve Buscemi just having that role in this movie is a pretty 90s moment because... 
like as you know if you've listened to this podcast we have a whole award named after him for just turning up in movies and and being great so that's a that's a good contender i had uh the nudie magazine day like that feels <laughs> like such a 90s thing maybe it's an 80s thing i too, had that but... i had that as the what holds up the worst because <laughs> yeah. it's just not a thing we have anymore nudie magazines like like i i could see like you like, see them in the shops my kids they're at the supermarket oh, yeah, i mean true they are still at around, the, the aren't servo. they? <laughs> Somebody's buying them. But I like <laughs> if my kid watched this at the age I watched this for the first time, and, yeah. and just be like, "What the f- is a nudie magazine?" And like, <laughs> like I could just go on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> so apart from that one, I I think something that seems very nineties is how silly the movie is, and. I mentioned before the fact that it almost feels like a kid's movie. Yeah. Apart from that it's completely not suitable for young children. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know if it's just... I'm leaning towards saying it's a thing of the time, but then these other movies that we've been looking at haven't been... haven't had that tone. So I guess it's just an Adam Sandler thing, do you reckon? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, let's move on to most iconic scene. For me... It's a tough one, as as Nato you said before recording. Like, there's nothing that's like the go to ultimate like no. scene. There was that just you're gonna... so many moments that you yeah. quote all the time with your friends back in the days. Those were mm. the iconic scenes for yeah. me. Yeah, and so like because of that, I had the shampoo and yes, conditioner. Yes, that's scene. the top one I have as well. <laughs> you think that's the yeah. most iconic? I think that's the most iconic scene. Like that's the one. Like if someone says Billy Madison. I'm going, oh yeah, like, conditioner is better. <laughs> no, like, I'm going straight to that. Is better. I clean the hair. Yeah, well, I make it silky smooth. Did uh, you have anything for that one, Sammy? Yeah, my most iconic moment is when he's like, oh, Veronica Vaughn, want to touch the <laughs> hiney? <the> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that plays into what we're saying, I guess, is like, there's no really one scene that jumps off the page. Yeah. We got to give a shout out to the scene where he's like talking about the puppy who lost his way. Yes. And then the guy is like, I award you no points like that. That's going to bleed into the uh, relevancy question. But you even sent a gif out of that moment before we started this podcast. I know we got to give a shout out, I guess, to the decathlon montage. It's not one scene. It's a kind of a series. But that whole sequence is possibly the most iconic part if we want to if we want to do it that way the principal saying like everybody is now dumber for having listened to this <laughs> that is kind of how i felt watching the movie is like i feel yes, dumber yes. after having watched this absolutely <laughs> may god have mercy on myself <laughs> like yeah that that is the, probably the cleverest part of the movie for me still. And his, his line delivery on it is so good. Like It's just cold as hell yeah. and beautiful. And brutal. Beautiful. What else did you have, uh, Nato? All right. So I had the flaming bag of s***. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he called the s*** poop. <laughs> it's such a great transition from before that scene where they're talking about, like, Billy's not that immature. Yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts straight to that. <laughs> Um, the yeah. back to school, back to school, mm. back yeah. to school. Um, Billy peeing his pants. That whole scene as uh, well yep. as like that is a good helping scene. out uh, Eric. I uh, know Ernie. Uh, Ernie. Ernie. Yes, yeah. I have it written down. Ernie. And that's kind of an important scene because yes. it's the only good thing he scene. does. Yeah, that could like when I'm watching this movie and trying to figure out how Veronica 
like develops feelings for him it's like the only thing that could possibly be is that she was like completely swept off her feet by his like selflessness in in this in this moment but there's really no other redeeming qualities that he has to earn her favor i i also uh, the scene where he uh he he yells you blew it you blew it that's uh the the prank call or whatever yeah the yeah, yeah. That's great. I would say that's iconic. And the last one is the song segment where mm. Veronica comes and beats the shit out of him and then he sings okay, this, yeah. the whole song. She, for some reason, has a German, like, Oktoberfest outfit yeah. on. And the song is actually pretty good. I'll give it that. Like, the whole song the, segment. The clown is, coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're the, the, the iconic scenes for me. The yeah. one that hasn't been mentioned that I had was the dodgeball scene. Mm. where he he catches the ball and he's like now you're all in big trouble yeah. and that's kind of the first time where they have real fun with the fact that we've got this grown man <laughs> in school with children like literal first graders <laughs> and then there's like a repeat of that when it's like a tiny scene but it's when he's playing basketball with like the fourth graders or something like yeah, that. yeah that's great <laughs> don't you ever leave me open <laughs> i'll hit it I'll every hit time, it every time. <laughs> That's a great line to bust out when you're on the playground, <laughs> hitting your hook shots in the post. But what holds up the best, mm. NATO? Oh, me first. Okay, I've got three. I've already mentioned one, Sonya Blade in general. Oh, okay. Veronica Vaz. Oh. It's a wonder she didn't have more of a career after this, but I guess Pete Sampras got in the way. We'll blame him. Look, she peaked on Mortal Kombat. She didn't need to do anything <laughs> after. Um, Chris, the late... And great Chris Farley. Anytime he's oh, yeah. in a scene, he nearly steals it from Adam Sandler, which is like very heavy for like an Adam Sandler because he's usually too yeah. loud and brash for anyone to kind of steal a scene from him. But man, anytime Chris Farley is in a scene, he really elevates the. Yeah, he elevates. Like, it. He, like he nearly does the same kind of comedy as Adam Sandler, like that, like real idiotic, like craziness. But it seems to hit more in this movie than I felt any of Adam Sandler's when he tries to go into those real crazy idiotic scenes so mm. yeah so. when he's saying like that he knows someone that got it on with yeah. the teacher like that is that is so good like his delivery on that <laughs> or even he, just like, his... like the angry bus driver in general like he's oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna turn this car around and nobody's gonna go on the trip <laughs> like he just delivers it really well in this scene and then the last one is we i mentioned it before in the iconic but like the whole the whole segment of him covering for ernie again like really needs to be like i wish more of the movie was like this and then i would yeah. like feel for that character like i watched it this time and i just didn't care if billy really won or lost because like i was like he's a dick he doesn't deserve to win it anyway so who gives a f-? but then this Spoiled rich kid yeah ernie scene is like Oh, he's got a good heart. Oh, that guy. <laughs> what did you have, Sam? You know, I think... You know, you guys are being pretty negative about this movie. <laughs> I think from the part where he enters school to the end, holds up. I think... I think it's a good movie. And yeah. I think it's still, like, in 2019, is still funny. And is still, like, good. Apart from the beginning. Yeah, the beginning is real bad, the, isn't yeah. it? It's a little we'll cringy. We'll get to that like, very the penguin. Soon. yeah. Like that's, hmm. that's and yeah. 
if I can just throw in my what holds up the best, then we can move on to what's bad. Yeah, because like, because we keep keep trying to jump onto it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, it's just just this is just quickly like this exchange of O'Doyle. Mortal Kombat on the Sega Genesis, it's the best video game ever. <laughs> Billy Madison, I disagree. It's a very good game, but I think Donkey Kong is the best game ever. Okay, so far, that's a very civil exchange of ideas. O'Doyle, Donkey Kong sucks. Billy Madison, you know something? You suck. And that has set the course for all forthcoming video game discourse on social media. Drawn into insults by uh people who can't argue intelligently so it was really a twitter moment it was that holds up to me because it's so it's twitter on par with like how people talk about <laughs> things they like and don't like that is very true yeah and is donkey kong the best video game ever no. i don't think so no. but uh it's probably better than mortal kombat so. he was talking about the original donkey kong right yeah, and the original yeah, Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong is Kong not Kong that Kong. good, and the original Mortal Kombat is actually iconic for its use of blood. The, no, the capture of the how they capture. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. The, oh god, I can't remember the style of how they captured the oh, people. Oh, what's it. it called? But yeah, yeah like that, 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 like it's that, like photos of of people. Yeah, it's real good. Games. Yeah. yeah, it was a step up in the industry. When I was a when I was a kid, I always thought he was talking about Donkey Kong Country. So and then yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, I was watching it last week and I was like, oh, wait, those games, <laughs> I think Donkey Kong came out after Billy Madison came out. So I assume just because Adam Sandler's a bit older, he would be talking about the older game. But, uh, you know, he made a whole movie about video games. Oh, <laughs> we don't talk about that. You don't like <laughs> seeing Kevin like a, James. This was getting... foreshadowing his old school of, of opinions about games. Okay, the moment we've all been waiting for. What holds up the worst? And it has to be the opening 10 or 15 minutes. Woof! Yeah! Woof! I nearly <laughs> turned it off and I was about to be like, look, I'm just going to go on my old memories of this movie for this podcast. But then I was like, no, I need to watch it just in case there's anything else. Like, it is ba- Like, it is painful to watch mm. that scene at the start. Like, ugh! Yeah, from him in the pool... Getting the magazines, the whole penguin thing, the dinner with the or the lunch with the soup, yeah. pretty much until you get to the iconic shampoo and conditioner scene, he's just terrible. I'm, and I'm, it's like ugh. he's he's supposedly drunk, but he's not acting drunk. He's acting like he's mentally disabled, and that's <laughs> kind of offensive as well. It's like this is his read on it, it. It feels like he's making fun of people with disabilities because he's just acting completely stupid and like over the top not really funny just like a like like he's a two-year-old basically yeah yeah it wasn't cool (laughs) sam this is your movie that that you've uh been defending so far so yeah what what do you have to say i mean the intro the intro (laughs) bit not great and the other one i'm i'm not a huge fan of and i didn't like back in the day was the old i i didn't like the o'doyle stuff I was like, what's oh, the point man, of I this? I love the O'Doyle stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that held up really well. Well, well look, uh, podcast listeners, you know who was the bully in high school and who was the bullied in high school now. So you... No, I like that That uh, there's one in, like, you know families <laughs> where like, every guy in the family <laughs> was just a jerk. Yeah. Wow. And then they get they get their comeuppance. It's a bit Did violent, you just go but, around uh... school? Peck rules! Peck rules! <laughs> John, oh, someone threw me. ketchup at me in high school. I didn't like that. <laughs> it's a, then it's a realistic depiction of what school's like, isn't it? 
And that's actually one of the kind of little messages in the movie that's that's actually quite good is like he was the bully when he was in school. Yeah. And now things are the shoes on the other foot. I forgot to write that and, down. That was my other holds up moment of like yeah. him realizing how much of a dick he was at high school and going trying like you mentioned him ringing him but like just the the idea of him like trying to, trying to make amends like it's still like it's such a cop out of like hey I bullied you in school. Sorry, let's get let's this get a coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like Sam, let, let, let's take you back to a young Sam. Would you would you go and get a coffee with Mister Mu- uh, uh, Tomato Thrower at your head, person? Um, no, no. See, would you accept an apology? I mean, I guess graciously. Sure, sure. There you go. I mean, would yeah. you turn up with a sniper rifle to their school? When they go back to school as a child, as an adult, and uh, save the day. Um, I saved not. his life. Well, we're already on the what holds up, what holds up the worst. But can we talk yeah. about the gun in school kind of scene? <laughs> yeah, that was a big yikes. Okay. I was like, when it, when he pulled it out, I was like, oh yeah, Ooh. and like everybody running and all that, and I was like, Oof. this does not hold up well in the current climate of. America at the moment and I was just like yeah. it nearly made me icky for a sec watching that scene mm. I mean it was pre-Columbine by a good few years so yeah. that definitely wouldn't uh, have happened I think after 99 No. yeah probably not can we talk about how many mullets and rat tails were in this movie? Oh, God. Well? oh man. Oh, There's the, the rat kid. Tails. There's the little kid. Oh. The little, like, cherish it kid. Like, he's got the really oh. dirty rat tail that you can't see till he turns I, around. I feel bad. There's a guy at work that I called, like, that looks like the cherish it kid. And now I want to go and apologize to him because he doesn't have a rat tail. He just he just had, like, a smushy face. And I was just like, oh, you like you like this the cherish it kid and now i'm like i kind of want to go in tomorrow and be like mm. mate i'm sorry <laughs> who's the bully who's the bully now Nato? he's gonna take his lipstick and then cross your name off a list <laughs> oh, um and one other scene the whole boob grab oh, scenario yeah, i had that written down too yeah, yeah. and how a... and how she kind of rolls with it well and i'm just She's like, so cool with yeah it. i'm just like no that's that's very 90s where you were just like you have to suck it up and kind of roll with the punches it's like nope that's that's She's super like you're not the first one who's tried it. it's like harassment yeah. and that's and assault uh, and... okay yeah oh yeah yeah Whew. yeah that was another yeah not too, not too good scene yeah, and the whole like relationship. Let's just talk about their relationship. Yeah, for a minute. I, I I mentioned it before. It feels really unearned, and I know that this is a dumb comedy, but it still has to make some kind of sense. And yeah. the fact that he he goes from her thinking that he's like a blight on society, society because he's this rich kid and his his daddy's paid for him to do this thing, like goes from that. And being a, a thorn in her side to, oh, let's make out in your tent on your front <laughs> yeah. lawn because you peed your, pretended to pee your pants. Is that the reason why? That, that is it. Really... Like, that is it. Like, but that's like, I was talking to Kaz as well. Like, that's Adam Sandler movies. Like, he never earns the hot, super hot girl mm. in any of his movies. Yeah. It's not like he's got a six pack or, or anything like well, that. Well, not even that. Like, <laughs> like to be a nice funny guy 
that's usually like the message in most movies where they get those kind of girls. But like, he's not mm. even that. He's just not a jerk. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I want to hear a defense. This has become like where the prosecutors in your other defense. I mean, no, it's definitely not earned. Like, but like that, no milk will ever be our milk. Man, what a good, yeah. that's a good line. <laughs> I love it. Um, that is a good line. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe she sees him as like one of those guys that she can fix, you know? Mm. Maybe that's it. But Take that, NATO. It's possible, but I don't know if she's seen enough to feel yeah. like that. Like, like, I don't even think he, there's he, something he, that you need he fixing. He groped her. Yeah. Like he groped her yeah. in yeah. front of students. Like what kind of <laughs> yeah, behavior? Is, what that, kind of I didn't example even think about that. Setting? Like, he, like that is happening in front of these. What did you dare him to? <laughs> they double dare. <laughs> I double dare you. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, the double dare, dare mean that they both have to do it? Yeah. Is that what is that, that means? What it means? Yeah. I thought, it, what? I thought that's what a that's double what a double dare, dare means. Yeah. What? what you have like because like because you'd be like i dare you and they'd be like no i'm not doing it and then you're like well i double dare you and they're like well that gives them like okay if i do it that means you have to do it as well sammy did you did you not know the concept of the double dare i i've never heard that i've never thought of that what maybe it's different over here nato well they did it on the movie so yeah but the kid didn't grab her breast yeah i know that's it all right, continue talking. I, I'm, I'm gonna look this. Okay, you look it up. <laughs> the oh, double man. dare. We've got our producer on this. Yeah, <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary, of course. Okay, after a dare has been made, the darer can then raise the stakes by double daring the dare <laughs> meaning that if the darer is if the dare is carried out by the darer, then the dare has to also perform the task. Mm. Wow. So little uh, cherish it kid still owes us a boob grab. Yeah. Is that right? See, here we go. Here we go. The the first counter it, it double dare. It, it explanation. The first counter of a dare can only be counted by the triple dog dare. Ooh. Which means I do it, you do it, and then I have to do it again. I don't know. I don't even want to think of a universe something. where we could triple that dare. Because that is that. Is the is the sorry, John? I don't mean to derail your podcast no, here, but is the is origin fine. of that from a Christmas story? Is that the first known use of I triple dog Daria? I'll we I will head back into the archives, everybody. <laughs> Find the etymology of the triple dog dare. <laughs> Origins of the double dare. Wow, incredible! No, not the TV show. <laughs> Can we talk about the the song a little bit more? Because man, it is incredible. I love that song. It was really good if she wasn't wearing the German. That's, I think that's what makes it so funny. It's because it says like dream sequence, it's, right? Yes. It becomes the surreal yeah. from that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like like one half of me, a boy, would likes to see her, <laughs> my beautiful Sonya Blade in a nice outfit, but then also a rational human of the society i was like yeah that's what's wrong with this movie anytime a female <laughs> character's in this movie they are completely objectified yeah even like the the black like hand like the maid yeah the... she's all like i, I can take my shirt off for you yeah. mm, you're a i snack. thought i was your snack pack yeah oh. <laughs> at least she's uh she's the one kind of initiating 
that. Yeah. That's like kind of it's, yeah, that's but kind they, of the other way but around. They, like <laughs> that's only if that person existed in real life. It's a written character, so they were written to be like that. So that's what it's yeah. still a sexualized object. Do you have the double dog, the triple dog dare etymology? No, because I'm I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting Google blocked by the Double Dare TV show. Okay. okay. I'm getting a lot of history of the Double Dare TV show. I am well informed of how the Double Dare TV show came together by Nickelodeon, <laughs> but <Okay>. the <laughs> mysteries of the origin of the original Double Dare are eluding me. I'll do some research. Yeah. We, we, we might just cut all the triple dog dare stuff out. <laughs> it, didn't, didn't, it didn't, there was no payoff much like, uh, like this, this movie. movie. No, we are keeping that in, Jono. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Don't censor us. So just after the kind of grabbing boob moment, you've got Chris Farley looking up her skirt yes. as she goes yep. on, onto the bus. Yeah. That kind of sets aside that on the exact same plane. But I think we've, we've covered that well enough. Do we want to transition into offended people that would be offended. yeah so because like this so is the would, easy like who would be the most offended like if this came women, out now it's so it's so many sexist moments in this movie like the up like like just degrading of women in this movie as per usual in the 90s like uh, yeah. looking up skirt the boob grab just everything like Ver- uh, veronica being this super smart character and teacher and then just like Blech, oh. to the side billy's billy's interested therefore i'm his yeah kind of thing yeah. yeah 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 i guess that's part of the the feeling like it's not earned that she just kind of goes with him yeah i guess and the other one i had was a small transphobia phobiaism with like mm. what's name the moment like after he rings him and then he like puts the lipstick on it's just like that's just like such an old mentality of anyone that was like a cross-dresser or transsexual was a bit weird or crazy or insane and stuff like that it was just like sniper yeah like like it wasn't completely like they weren't cross-dressing but just that simpleness of putting on the lipstick was like i know what you're referencing here even though you're not really spelling it out it's like yeah it was a really subtle kind of well, I guess it's not subtle, but I, it just left me kind of confused as to what they were trying to say. Yeah. Is it, is it just simply like, this guy puts on lipstick, he's weird. Like, Robert Smith from The Cure, like, he's a guy that's weird and artsy. And I don't know if it's necessarily a trans thing. I, I'm not convinced that that's what it was because there's not really anything else to suggest that. Yeah. I just think that he's, he's just the kind of, he's a bit quirky and... Maybe that shows maybe why Billy bullied him because he's a bit different, I guess. Yeah. Mm. What do you think, Sam? Uh, John, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Yeah. Give me Paris Hilton. <laughs> okay. That is out on a limb. Because What's, this... Oh, because she's... <laughs> because she is the... She is Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah. And, John, <laughs> did you guys get the sim- a simple life? In uh, Australia. Yeah, we have a simple life. Nicole Richie. Sam, it's can I tell you I thing. love you so much in this moment right now? You've made this connection. And I and I am deeply <laughs> hurt in my own mentality that I never picked up that reference in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, apart from, like, you know, like the, like the women and stuff. I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of goofy. And people with high school educations. I don't know. Yeah, I think the school like school teachers could be slightly like, what's going on here? 
our school systems are better than this. Like we wouldn't let a grown man, you know, I don't know, sit in a class I, with I, children. I've like, talked to people some... that have come out of American schools. <laughs> <laughs> and, but there yeah. are some kind of there are some weird things like the Valentine's Day scene where like this whole this is one of the things that doesn't hold up. I should have oh, said yeah. before, but like the kids giving him their cards and like flirting They're with like, him, like it's it's really yeah. it's a little bit creepy. Not to mention the school teacher, the principal, <laughs> being very like outwardly, you know, sexual flirting in front of other students. Like even though Adam Sandler's Look, adult, when you, you need know, a, f- you need a. F- it's a all weird. Right, moment. All right, not all Man, of this wait till marriage. Okay, some of this, part of some the of this is down to boogie. <laughs> the part at the end where he's like, "I'm still horny." Man, I love yeah. that part. It's so funny. <laughs> okay so i mean i guess we can say it's relatively inoffensive there's just a couple things that of its time yeah it it was i was going in ready to be like oh yeah here it is like like a lot of other movies a lot of comedies i've watched recently from the 70s and 80s and stuff like that where i've been come out and i've just been like oh wow that was incredibly racist but this one i was like oh okay bit of sexism yeah. but what yeah. isn't still these days true it probably in some senses things probably haven't changed a great deal for for some of these kinds of movies it's just a bit harder to get away with it i think yeah like that, that's the kind of thing that probably wouldn't have been criticized at the time but if it happened now people would rightfully point out that we can do a bit better yeah now i was thinking like do, does I can't remember the last, like, new comedy movie that I watched. You know, like, does that stuff still happen in, like, new I movies mean, today? I think... I think there's a more of a concerted effort to give women, like... Bridesmaids! Not, like, there you go, there's a new, yeah, I mean, newish yeah, okay. comedy. So there are movies that, that are written well. by women, directed by women, starring women. So that's a completely different kind of But I mean, of like, that's altogether. a new comedy that does but, it well. Yeah, but I think Sam's saying, like, in a movie, like, like let's say Adam Sandler was still a big star that didn't just do Netflix movies, but would the women in his movies be, you know, more than just there for his purposes? I, I don't know. Like, have you watched them recently? They are exactly the same as I said at the start. Yeah. <laughs> are you telling me Grown Ups 2 yeah. isn't a good movie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, how did it the get first a, Grown Ups. How did it get a sequel? How? Dude, those movies make so much money because they're for kids. They're for children, oh, and kids man. love it. They think it's hilarious. How did Daddy like? I was nearly about to say Daddy Daycare, but like they're all that bad. God. I mean, if you think about a movie like Knocked Up, for example, I know Ugh. like that's a Judd Apatow movie. It's a mm. Seth Rogen movie. It's the the main two characters are him and Catherine Heigl, and even she promoting the movie had a lot of issues with the way that she, her character was portrayed yeah. as I, I, i'm mm. trying to remember this because it was a while ago but like she was the emotional one he was the one that was like making sense and she was kind of just this overly dramatic person to kind of ruin his fun mm. and yeah i think that's still a conversation that's happening and even um in tv series that have been really applauded whether it's Mad Men or Breaking Bad or whatever it might be, there's there's always these arguments that the women are just there to make life tough for the complicated 
male protagonists and that's changing i think more and more as it's getting a light shone on it but i don't think that means you can't make those types of stories anymore i think there's still a place for them i think still think that you know the the creative vision should be served but if you talk about a movie like billy madison it would absolutely be better if there was more to that character veronica if 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 billy had to you know actually go out of his way to like learn something before she comes along to win her over like it's it's just kind of it's pretty much just lazy yeah Mm. does anything i say just now make sense yes oh yeah for sure you're the sense maker on this podcast oh good (laughs) or norm mcdonald and the fat guy (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. You're the Billy Madison, Billy and, Madison, and, and, we're, oh, and we're, we're the two <laughs> other guys. I'll I'll take Carl. <laughs> How would smartphones and social media change Billy Madison, if at all? I don't think. I think it would just substitute parts in the movie instead of like mm. instead of magazine day. It would have been like new subscription day on whatever porn he was subscribed to or something. <laughs> like new Patreon day. Patreon. Yeah, like <laughs> the new ludes were coming out for that month. Easy. The Snapchats. And then instead of reading the the wrestling magazine, he might have just been googling the the principal and like yeah. finding out where that name was and stuff like that. I don't think it would ruin. Yeah. I think it would just switch and swap scenes around to include a phone instead mm. of whatever plot device they used. Yeah, I had a few things of how it would be different, and I think that. Billy Madison going back to school, like essentially Paris Hilton going back to school would be a massive news story. So I think that it would almost become like a reality show where mm. yeah, like got to make that some, money. Some TV networks like join us as we go in the on the inside as this guy goes back to school. Can he do it? Well, it was kind of like that because there was the new, like the news was reporting on it for some reason. Like when, yeah, when, that's a good when point. the yeah. principal was like, "Oh, he paid me money." It's like who, like who was listening to this news? They were, uh, oh man, I was following along with that Billy Madison thing. I can't believe he cheated his way through <laughs> primary school. That was a great moment when Norm Macdonald, like they kind of teased the story and he's like, no, no, it might be someone else. Yeah. Like I reckon that scene would work better in, in the way that you talked about of like, there would have been a social media following of that. And that's Mm. the reason why him telling the news story was big. Like, I think it would have even enhanced the plot a little bit more. Yeah, it would. You could use it to give exposition and stuff. Yeah. There'd be like hashtag, like hashtag, cheated ban billy yeah. or like expel billy <laughs> and then like hashtag bring billy back yeah, hashtag free billy free billy free billy i'm gonna start using that. oh my god sam just a quick question just just in case nobody else got it is in america is is a slang for a bong called a billy as well in america have you ever heard that reference? I am the wrong person to ask that, Nato. Okay. I was just wondering if you've heard it. Because, like, in in Australia, like, a, having a billy is, like, oh. having a bong. So, free, I've never, free billy I've just never. seemed to me like free weed. And I was just... That probably goes back to, like, the bushman, like, boiling the billy on the on the campfire, Nato. Yeah, probably. You know? That's, what I was, that's why I Walt, had to ask. Waltzing Matilda. I, ne- I needed to know if it was an American thing as well to have a billy. Waltzing Matilda was waiting for his billy to boil. Or was he smoking a J? Billy Boyle. 
He was he was doing both, <laughs> having a tea, and ha- he was having two types of greens. Mm. He was having green tea. <laughs> and to that- all of our American listeners, I have no idea what's going on either. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a, it's it's our folklore. Don't worry. Yeah, it's a folklore like song. Is anyway. it the Down Under one? No. <laughs> no. I come it's, from the land. It's down not men at work. No, it's <laughs> made famous by the the great comedy uh, Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, it's it's a song that probably should like maybe be our national anthem instead of <laughs> yeah. our current one. But anyway, I think <laughs> if they made this movie now, every kid would be on their phone in class yeah. as well. That'd be a big difference. But yeah, it wouldn't ruin the movie. It wouldn't change any of the communication. No, uh, it's it's more or less unchanged. So yeah, could you make this movie now? And what would the 2019 version be? I yeah, just 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 include the school s- stuff, like pretty much how yeah you said it, Sam. Like the school stuff is good. Leave that in. Mm. Do a better character. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you pl- get to play Billy instead of Adam Sandler? Zach Efron. <laughs> is he a- funny? He is funny. Yeah. He, do- he does. God, have he's hilarious. Shots. Have you not seen Bad Neighbors? I have. Uh, dude, I've seen Baywatch as well. Oh, and Baywatch. Yeah. Be- beautiful. He's a comedy star. Yep. Yeah. He's the new Billy Madison. Zac Efron. I could see Zac okay. Efron. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I. And it would justify Veronica being like, like he's like getting changed and he's like yes. pulling up his shirt and you just see that like rock abs and you're like, yeah, I understand why Veronica would fall for him. Like even if he is a Look at those abs. I'm falling for him right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that does make a lot more sense. But yeah, uh, give me the kid from Riverdale. Uh, the redhead. No, 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 Jughead. Oh, Jughead. The one that was oh. on. No, um, get his other brother. Get the get the non. The one that plays D. Problem. The one that plays D and D. Yeah, yeah. Get that brother. Yeah. I could see. Are they old enough? They have to be out of school for like ten years. That's yeah, they got to be in their thirties. Mm. Zach well, Efron. Pro- yeah. Late 20s. It's Zach Efron. Yeah. I can see that. Let's give it to Zach. Yes! Book it. Book it. <laughs> Who's playing Veronica Vaughn? <gasps> oh. Do you just go like Vanessa Hudgens? <laughs> Is that the easy thing? Oh my God. <laughs> For the first get... time in 10 years. Oh, whoa. They're back. It's like actually set in the high school musical yes! universe. Yes! Oh my God. <laughs> they go. Oh my god. She's a teacher, but he, somehow he's just really stupid. And, yes! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my oh, god. Man. And then they rekindle their love from High School Musical. Oh, my god. It's the sequel everybody wanted, and now the music scene will make even more sense. The song. <laughs> yep, that's it. <sighs> I'd see they it. Keep your head in the game. <laughs> and he's singing, Do you have any more gum? <laughs> So, the Steve Buscemi Sparkplug Award, the nominees are, of course, Steve Buscemi, Chris Farley. Uh, I had James Downey, who plays the principal in the decathlon oh, scene. Oh, man, he just dropped some good bombs. I don't know who else to throw in there. We don't, need, any, those we don't three... need anyone else, because Chris Farley wins. Yeah. I think I have to say sorry to Steve Buscemi. The, the award is named after you, but Chris Farley has more to do. You know, Buscemi kind of just answers the phone. He's very cord- cordial, and then he turns he would have won it easy if Chris Farley wasn't in this. <laughs> yeah, Chris, like it's hard to go past Chris Farley. Um, we just did Wayne's World with Logan Wilkinson, and Chris Farley did not win 
this award. So this is not only well deserved, but so it's, I don't it's a makeup. To, so I don't talk to Luke Logan anymore. I understand. <laughs> hey, I had a vote in that too. So I don't talk to you anymore. <laughs> now, I mean, like that scene where, you know, like that gag where it cuts from Veronica to, to Chris Farley. And he's oh, like, and he's like got his shirt up. off. It, <gasps> like, Nato, you're going to tell me this is a bad movie after that scene? It's <laughs> like, if you, you know what? Here's, here's how I fixed this movie back then. Switch the roles of Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. Done. <laughs> It's a movie about Chris Farley trying to take over his father's company. <laughs> I thought you were going to say switch Chris Farley and Veronica. <laughs> I'll be happy with that too. <laughs> She's no looking up his, up his skirt as he goes off into yeah. the bus. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, it's got to be Chris Farley. Yeah. All right. Congratulations, Chris Farley. You finally did it. And uh, I guess Steve Buscemi will have to live to fight another day to win his own award. I'm sure it will happen. We'll get to Big Daddy eventually. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Was he in Big Daddy? Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was the, the homeless guy. Yeah. The big He's in pretty guy. much every, almost every Adam Sandler movie yeah. of that era. So does Billy Madison pass the internet relevancy test? Nah. I say yes. Oh yeah, definitely. The the scene with we talked about earlier with the... Mm-hmm. You are awarded no points. That is a top tier meme, Nato. Okay, it is memes. Yeah, fair enough. Memes and gifs, like there's today, Junior. Oh. Like there's I'm the smartest man alive. There's uh, ch- the cherish it we've mentioned. Like it's a it's a movie that's so quotable. There's a lot of these quotes, and I think if you just remember the quotes, that's what I mean. If you just Leia. remember the good moments in your mind in your memory banks, then it's it's still a good movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think quotes save a movie. Wow. Like what like one of my favorite quotes from a movies is like, and you did not once pay for drugs in God, what was that movie? Like it was the parody of Walk the Line. But the movie is the Dewey Cox yeah. story. Yeah, that's like the worst movie I've probably ever seen in my whole entire life. But it has one of my favorite quotes ever. So a quotes <laughs> do not save a movie. <laughs> no, but this movie has a lot of them. and I think that's just because it's when we watched it as kids and we grabbed on to moments. I don't think if it came out now, we would grab on to as a lot of these moments. No. That's not the question, why, Nato. It's that's the why, that's, relevancy question. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying relevant. that it's, it's just they, the moments, like if you just remember these moments, then it, it, it kind of holds up a lot better than... I don't know. I, I would literally it. say skip this movie out of all of Adam Sandler's wow. movies. Oh. Yeah. These days. I would just say watch Happy Gilmore and you get a better version of Billy Madison. Mm. Sam, it sounds like you think that there's value in watching this. Would you recommend this to someone that's never seen it? Yes. I think it's, I think it's funny. Maybe, you know, maybe I am in like the nostalgia like zone or whatever, but I think it's still good. I was, I had a good time watching it. Well, that's good. I mean, nostalgia isn't like people will often poo poo nostalgia and say that it's illegitimate reason to enjoy something but it counts it counts for something like it it's different if you're saying to someone that has no nostalgia for something that it's good like i i like i don't know if i could tell a 20 year old or or a 16 year old kid definitely watch billy madison it's hilarious like i don't know that 
I, I could do that and expect them to take my opinion seriously afterwards. <laughs> but if I was talking to like another 30 year old, it was like, oh, I, I rewatched Billy Madison the other day, did a podcast on it. How cool am I? And they say, should I watch it? I'll be like, no, maybe. Don't do it to <laughs> Did you, depends how much you enjoyed it as a kid. Jeez. Because the nostalgia I, I would, can be I would, enough e- to make it worthwhile. Even people that have seen it as a kid, I think I would still say, do not watch it. Just leave it as yeah. this beautiful memory in your mind when it was a kid and don't watch it again. Because I don't think I'm ever going to watch it ever again now after this watch through. I literally wouldn't have got through the whole thing if we weren't doing this podcast. Mm. We've got the full spectrum yeah. there because... <laughs> I'm right in the middle. Sam's I'm disgusted. At one end, at the other. Like I literally, there was moments I was like about to hop up and be like, I got better things to do in my afternoon. I did fall asleep, but it's not because of the quality of the movie. I'll say that. I just happened to be really tired, and the the heater was on, and you know how it is. I'm gonna on call tonight. Kevin James, and he's gonna come and top shelf both of you guys. <laughs> Get some mole cup on. Kevin James will not make it into Comedy Rewind, I can tell you. Wow, rest in power. Well, that brings us to a close. Of course, you can hit us with your takes on Billy Madison. Give us your questions, comments, and corrections. I'll record a follow-up mini-episode if we get enough responses, and that can go out in the weeks between the new episodes. But if you don't want to do that, you can at least... Come on, at least give us an iTunes review. We, you know that they make the world go round. They make the, uh, I don't know, what's a Billy Madison reference I can throw in here? Do you have they any make... more gum? <laughs> <laughs> of course, this podcast is only possible thanks to the Patreon producers of 8-Bit. So shout out to you guys. I won't read out your names, but if you want to support... 8-bit and podcasts like this one head over to patreon.com slash we are 8-bit nato where can people find you on twitter to tell you how bad your takes are um you can always find me at i know nato on the internet and uh listeners i've left a whole bunch of subliminal beeps through this through this podcast if they are out of order Jono has edited this podcast <laughs> and, I, and I need you to tweet at him and say, give us the action, give us the Zack Snyder cut of this podcast. <laughs> I'll edit out the beats. You won't be able to hear yeah, them. You, you, you I, do that. I, will, I, will, I will release the frequency of what they are at after you release this podcast. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sam. Where can people find you? Uh, you can catch me on Instagram, Sam period in period Japan. Of course. And you can find Sam on Awkward Pause. Thank you guys for joining me. It's been a lot of fun. You had fun? I'm sure you yeah. did. Yeah. Especially if this and, uh, podcast is unedited, Jono. <laughs> I'd, I'd, like I'd love to get you back on future episodes. Uh, it's, it's been a, a different kind of episode today. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying it's been more structured and random? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It definitely hasn't gone off into any tangents at all. But, dear listeners, join us on the next episode with a couple of NPCs talking Ace Ventura. Thank you for joining us on Comedy Rewind. Be kind.